Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm Nick Mercer. This is episode 70. I'll be talking to Melissa Medeiros of Surrey Neuroplasticity Clinic. I hope you consider supporting Concussion Talk Podcast by liking, rating, and subscribing to wherever you get your podcasts. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by HeadCheck Health. HeadCheck Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. Okay. Okay, Melissa Medeiros, can you please explain to people, well, I guess first of all, who you are, and then I'll ask you about Surrey Neuroplasticity Clinic, but first of all, who is Melissa Medeiros, and where, where, what does he do at SNPC? Great. Yeah. Thank you for, for having me on the podcast. Um, so uh, as you said, yeah, my name is Melissa Medeiros. I'm, I'm an occupational therapist and I work at the Surrey Neuroplasticity Clinic where I'm also the clinical operations supervisor. And so I've been, I've been interested in brain injury uh, for a very long time since I did my undergraduate degree in psychology um, at the University of British Columbia. And I was just fascinated by this um, invisible injury that so many people were walking around with that you would have no idea just to look at them. Yeah. And so that sort of led me to uh, pursue a career in um, some kind of brain rehabilitation. I just knew that I wanted to do some kind of work with the brain and with the people who were suffering from um, different kinds of neurological illnesses and injuries. Well, I actually want to ask you about that first, but first I'll get you to just should talk about, or do you want to talk about this first, how you, how, what sparked your interest in brain injury, was there any specific thing or just interesting things, stories you're hearing or lessons you're learning during your undergraduate degree? Yeah, I actually had a really great professor um, in my undergrad degree, and he invited in a a person who had had a brain injury about 10 years previously. And it was a really, really severe injury. Yeah. Uh, and he came and he, and he chatted with our class. And I was one of the lucky few who was invited to just get a, a coffee with him um, after the class as well to, to kind of chat with him more personally. 
And I, I was just completely blown away by the brain's ability to heal because this man who had such a severe brain injury had come from, um, you know, not able to walk or talk to now 10 years later, we're speaking and I wouldn't have known that he had an injury. And so I was just absolutely fascinated by the brain's capacity to come back from something like that. Yeah, well, there you go. It was great. That's, that's a familiar story. Kind of, unfortunately, kind of unfortunately. Fortunate yeah. that it is, that it is a story, but it's unfortunate that it actually happens, has, has to happen. And yeah. it's, it's so little, so little still known about it. But uh, from from there, let's, uh, so what is Neuroplasticity Clinic? I mean, I checked the website and your team is enormous. I couldn't even, I mean, there's so many, just you have send your technology and your videos. Like it's a great website, but like I checked out the concussion portion of it. And mm -hmm. again, that is amazing. That is huge and a lot of great resources. So I guess before I laud you too much, uh, explain what is the certain uh, neuroplasticity clinic and what do you got? What services do you offer there? Yeah, so the Surrey Neuroplasticity Clinic is, it's a rehabilitation clinic um, in Surrey, which is just outside of Vancouver, uh, British Columbia. And we started the clinic about a year and a half ago. Uh, it was just in March of 2019. And so it's a, oh, it's a very, yeah. it's very new. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's also a really sort of unique clinic in the sense that we have, um, partners, almost like brother and sister companies that we work with. So um, Health Tech Connects is the company that we sort of were born out of. And the clinic was, it started because before it was a clinic, it was a research site. Uh, and that was under Health Tech Connects. And so and it was researching. Sorry, sorry, what, what kind of research did, was was done there? Yeah, it was, it was pretty much all clinical trials. Okay. Um, and one of the, the clinical trials that they ran here, it was one of the sites for the PONS clinical trial. Oh, well, actually, before everybody talk about that, you, you can finish talking about the neurologist clinic and then get on to, well, you can start talking about technology, the, the PONS and, uh, and the uh, NeuroCatch. But uh, I'll yeah. let, you, let you describe the whole, whole clinic. It's all your show. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, so so I'll explain more about what those things are, but but basically the the people who were involved were just so blown away by all of this that they thought you know we should we should really just start a clinic and and be yeah. offering this um, here and so that's what they did and that's when I came on board was when the clinic uh, was just starting up and so it, it's we have yeah like you say a lot of a lot of people who work with us alongside us we have a lot of experts that we're able to consult um and we have a lot of technology at our fingertips that we can mm. use to yes. um to help clients so it's it's a clinic that's really focused on the leading technology and the the leading research that we can harness to get the best outcomes for our clients yeah cuz i have thinking about you and I know you are a, you're a you're a big yogi and uh, yeah. <laughs> I love you as well and uh, but so also so obviously those the breathing and then relaxation are very important methods for well being as well but um, technology in in the sphere of brain injury 
It's mm-hmm. just fascinating. There's so much, so much great technology out there, and and obviously so much, so so little is known about the brain and brain injury. Even though a lot is being learned every day, but it's just fascinating that how much technology, what type of technology is being introduced, and and how it can be used for what technology is for. Technology is for to to make our lives better, to help us, and and if it can be used in rehabilitation, then all the better. So. uh Mm-hmm. I know uh, you're starting out with the neuroplasticity clinic as uh, the the first in, in Canada that was NeuroCatch. What is Neuro? What is NeuroCatch? Yeah, so so NeuroCatch, um, it's a technology that was uh, developed by Health Tech Connects, and so they're they're the the company that I was mentioning. They're kind of like our our brother, our sister company, um, and so we've we've had the benefit of. Um, using their technology really early on and providing them feedback as they're developing newer versions. So the NeuroCatch is a assessment. It's a it's a brain vital signs framework, and it's a it's an EEG machine. So you put this cap onto your head. You get kind of strapped in there, and there's mm-hmm. a few electrodes that have a little bit of gel put into them for um, helping with conduction. And then it's just a six minute scan. So it's a six minute little EEG scan. And it, it takes a, um, a six minute recording of the activity that's going on in your brain. And it can measure your auditory sensation, uh, your basic attention, and also your cognitive processing. So is this, done, is this done in the clinic or is this done in a hospital, the EEG? We have it in the clinic. It it can be available. It can be done anywhere. It's portable, um, which is part of what makes it really convenient. So we've had our clinicians even take it to, you know, hockey rinks and, um, and uh, do the assessment on uh, hockey players right after they get off the ice. And we get a little look at the objective um, recordings of what is going on in their brain. How quickly is their brain responding to this auditory stimulus? And uh, and also, I rudely let you off before you were talking about. She started talking about the Pons system. So, uh, can you please mm-hmm. explain what that is and what it's used for predominantly, predominantly now? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, the Pons device. It's a so the Pons. It stands for Portable Neuromodulation Stimulator. So it's sort of like this backwards necklace. So you wear it around your neck. It goes around, and um, then the mouthpiece plugs into the front. And you take sorry, this is, there, mouth- is there is there like a wire from the neck piece to the? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's kind of like this neck piece. If if you've seen the headphones that sort of have like a, a piece that goes around your neck right. and then they plug okay. into your ears, it's very similar. It's very similar to that. Okay. So the mouthpiece just goes in in your mouth from the front of the. Um, sort of like a collar, I suppose. The, the, we yeah. call it the controller. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a, a very small little paddle. You just put it on the front one-third of your tongue, and it delivers a very mild electrical current to the tongue. So it's it's used, and I can explain more about how it works. But <laughs> okay. it's, no, please do. Go ahead for it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's used for... Uh, people who are struggling with balance and gait problems. 
and it's been labeled for use by Health Canada for mild to moderate traumatic brain injury. And recently, okay. multiple sclerosis was also added to the label. Okay. Uh, so you see people with multiple sclerosis and uh, brain injuries and stroke, and is that predominantly your your uh, your clientele? Yeah, I would say that the majority is people who've had a brain injury and and people with multiple sclerosis. Uh, But we do also have people coming in who've had a stroke, um, as well as Parkinson's disease. And really, we have a lot of people contact us with with all sorts of um, uncommon um, disorders who who are just sort of out of options and are looking for something to help. And so, as a girl, you're not OT, and a lot of the you talked about gait and the, I don't know, you didn't talk about the bounce. That's a new, mm-hmm. another bounce thing, too, which you can talk about. But uh, it sounds like it's more physical therapy and, and medical side. But for OT, right. what 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 do you do as an registered occupational therapist at the clinic? And do you make use of the, any of these techno- new technologies? Yeah, great question. I, so I work alongside the physiotherapists and kinesiologists who do the gait and balance training. And so, as I'm sure you you know, and um, I'm sure a lot of people out there can appreciate that when you have some kind of neurological illness that it, or, or, or any kind of um, brain trauma, it really affects the whole brain. And so though we are, you know, focusing on, on gait and balance training in the, in the PONS program, there's a lot more going on for, for most of the people than, than um, strictly gait and balance deficits. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And so one of the complaints that, you know, people come in with quite often is um, their cognition isn't working quite as much as well as it was before, before the injury or before the onset of the, of the illness. Um, and so as an occupational therapist, that's something that is, um, it's an area that interests me personally a lot. <laughs> it always has. Um, and so that's, that's an area that I like to sort of hone in on and, and focus on um, with, with folks in the PONS program and outside of the program. So as well in, in our um, concussion assessment and treatment program, we, we do some cognitive rehabilitation there as well. I actually, in a, Dad, my get my months messed up here, so I'm not going April or May, April I think. I talked mm-hmm. to the concussion OTs on the stream. They're you have to add, in Toronto, neurology center of Toronto, and uh, mm-hmm. the OTs about do focus on their work a lot on people concussion brain injury, and uh, mm-hmm. they're interested in the same thing. And they're saying that the lot of people have a problem with just just operating in their, in their house and uh, and just like mm-hmm. doing laundry and doing dishes and just well keeping schedules and stuff like that as well also mm-hmm. but uh so i guess the uh, pawns the the uh physical abilities that they're hopefully that this pawns device will, will help help them mm-hmm. enable will also lead to their just around the house and, and in their occupation for example in their job not that that yeah. just help them in that sense as well Absolutely. Yeah. And um, it's funny you mentioned Toronto. Toronto is my alma mater, uh, the University of Toronto for my OT degree. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's great. So there's a good chance I I might even know the the OTs Uh, that you mentioned. The concussion concussion OTs on Instagram, Uh, Jenny Jenny Diamond, 
and yeah. uh, Gabby Gabby Kaplan. Yeah, I know I know uh, Jenny quite well. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Yeah, um, she's, yeah. She's, she's 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 seems like the the, the she deals with the adult population of population. Yes. And Gabby does with children. We'll see. I believe I have, that. Uh, I hope I have the right. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, that sounds, that does sound right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the, of course, yeah, it's, you know, when you have, when you've had a concussion or more severe um, injury to the brain or really anything that's, that's going on neurologically, it affects your entire life. And mm. um, that, that really is the domain of occupational therapy is all yeah. of the things that you do, all the things that you, you miss doing or that you want to get back to doing or that you're having trouble doing. And, and so through a lot of different kinds of um, strategies and education, we can often help people to get back to doing those things a little bit sooner or, or find ways to modify so that they can do things they might not otherwise be able to. And actually, I'll give you an opportunity again to uh, just blog OT 
again more because I remember I asked them a question which I hope and I think they appreciate more that occupational therapy is not about just a job occupation as we think of it today mostly most people think of occupation as a job but occupational therapy is for much more than that yes yes I, I'm so happy you're bringing attention to that because yeah. you know it is a, it is a fairly common misconception when when I say that I'm an occupational therapist a lot of people think that I you know that I really do um, just work with with people in the context of help people their find job. work and stuff yeah yeah and that's that's really not it at all no. um, it, it's really more so an occupation is defined as anything that you do that occupies your time. So it can be things as simple as yeah. tying your shoelaces to as complicated as driving, or even it can be working. Um, and that's another area that I um, that I work with a lot of people towards is is getting them back to work uh, after a, after an injury or um, usually a concussion. And uh, speaking of concussions, as I mentioned earlier, the concussion section of your website is enormous, and I think it's great. And there's a lot of good explanation. So anybody wants, wants to see that, go to SNPC, is that right? Yeah, SNPC.tech. And it's under services, is that right? That's right, yeah. And yeah, so you see a lot of patients with concussion and what sort of what sort of intervention or treatment do you do you, the whole team not just you but the whole team mm -hmm. what does how do you how would you if someone walked into snpc and said okay help me basically what mm -hmm. would you what would you do like first of all yes so we always say we always say we can't treat what we can't measure so we would start out by doing some assessments before we even get into that, I take the time to really sit down with the person and and hear all about you know what happened and and how long ago and what what have you been doing since and what are you really struggling with now and what symptoms do you have and so we we take that time for me to really um, get an understanding of what's going on for that individual because every injury and every person's life is really so different. And, uh, and then in that time as well, I, I like to explain a little bit more about, you know, what is concussion and, and what happens after your brain um, has had a concussion? How do we, you know, work towards getting back to that sense of normal or, or not having all of these symptoms and, and being able to do all the things you want to do? So after that, we do, um, we do some assessments and we look at a lot of different areas that are affected by brain injury. So, uh, of course, cognition is one of them. So we, we do a cognitive assessment and we also use the neurocatch to look objectively what is going on in that person's brain. Uh, how fast is it responding to stimulus? And uh, balance and gait is another area that is uh, really important to look yeah, at. I know you have a technology there as well. Mm -hmm. We sure do. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The Neurocon. So it's a, uh, it's a really, we, we nerd out about it a lot. It's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, so it's, it's kind it kind of looks like a phone booth that you, you step up into, uh, but it has a force plate. So you step up onto this force plate. You can't wear shoes. You got to be, you know, in your bare feet or socks and uh, you're standing on this force plate and the force plate can move back and forth. And then the walls around you can also move. So by taking you through, we do this test called the sensory organization test. And by taking you through these 
uh, six different conditions varying. Are your eyes open? Are your eyes closed? Is the, is the force plate moving? Are the walls moving? We can pinpoint where is it in your brain's balance system that the breakdown is happening. So is it your vision? Is it your vestibular system? Or is it your somatosensory system, your proprioception? And so from there, it gives us a, a really powerful objective um, measurement of balance that allows us to hone in and treat that specific problem. Okay. And so then, so then you decide, so who do you have on, on, in the clinic? Do you have a, you're there, OT, kinesiologists and uh, physiotherapists and yeah. doctor, dietitian? It's primarily um, occupational therapy, uh, physiotherapy, and kinesiology. Okay. Um, we have neurologists who work um, in, with their own private practices uh, or in the community who we collaborate with. Um, and as well, we have some some counselors and psychologists who we who we collaborate with as needed. Um, but primarily, yeah, it's, it's sort of the three disciplines. And so... Uh, kinesiologists do a lot of this kind of testing. Um, so they often often do the sensory organization test. They often run the neurocatch. Um, otherwise, occupational therapy, we, we do the, the cognitive testing. Um, and then physiotherapy looks more so, you know, at your neck. Um, we also have these goggles that are, um, they're optometric goggles. So the... So they, they can look really up close at your eyeball and what's going on with your eyeball when you're in okay. these different positions. So it's, it's a, not a very flattering view, but <laughs> it gives us a lot of information. Um, so the physiotherapist will put these goggles on you and then they have a, a good view of, of what your eye is doing. And if they can um, kind of put you in these different positions and, and kind of turn your head to activate the, um, the semicircular canals in your inner ear, it, it can give them information about how your brain is processing that. So if your eyes start doing these kind of weird flickery movements that we call nystagmus, um, yeah. depending on which direction. I have that. In, did you? Yeah. Yes, I still do. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a, it's a, it's a really weird thing to see. In the yeah. Video. No, I do. They, uh, I, well, I used to now. I don't COVID, but I do this, uh, the student as med student like as a standardized patient at the med school here in St. John's, Newfoundland. Mm -hmm. And uh mm -hmm. they do the the finger to so help help a med school students med students do the do the assessment of, of uh someone they don't know who they have, what's wrong with me but uh or you know what's what my condition condition is. But they do the finger in front of the face thing and follow yeah. it and I go to the left my eyes kind of jump, like as you said, kind of shake or or, or skip. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, so I know yeah. they know they notice that very definitely. Every all of them do. Yeah, exactly, and that can often contribute to a lot of the symptoms of dizziness that, yes, that people takes. will report. Would that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and and often too with concussion, there there will be some of these visual problems going on, but because they're so subtle, they might not be noticeable in just day-to-day -day life. And so by getting this um, nice close-up look at the person's eye, yeah. um, we can see those subtle changes and then treat them. 
right? And actually, I'm going to go back to your the name of your clinic now, Cerebral Neuroplasticity Clinic, because the first time I heard of the term neuroplasticity was from my physiotherapist, Jen Shears, mm-hmm. another shout out to her here. And mm-hmm. uh, she she is a big proponent of that. That was just um, such an important, this is back in 03, just such an important uh-huh. issue to bring, to bring up and uh, talk about, and uh, not to talk about, but that's the way you, she she learned about how the, how to treat people with brain injury and stuff, and uh, so can you explain? Can you explain to people exactly what neuroplasticity what neuroplasticity is, as far as you know that way, and also if someone came into your clinic or a patient of yours says to you, so what is neuroplasticity? How would you explain it to them? Yeah. It's a, it's a question that, that I've definitely gotten a few times before, yeah. given the name of our clinic. Yeah. Um, and it, it is a, it's a fairly complicated word, so it's, it's tricky for some people to, um, to spell when I'm just giving them the name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so neuroplasticity, neuro, meaning the brain, and plasticity, meaning plastic or changeable. So, essentially, the term, when taken really literally, means that the brain is changeable. Yeah. And... This is a really, like you say, a really important concept and a really important um, change that happened over, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Even 10 years ago, it wasn't really that accepted. Uh, it was thought that after childhood, your brain was really just stuck the way it was. And there yeah. was this talk of, you know, if you... No, you had issue, cells, yeah. When I, when I was first injured, it was still like, like I said, I mean, so like... In '03, so that was 17, 17 years ago, when uh, Jen Shears was like, was big in the uh, neuroplasticity was a very important topic, and it was just becoming more accepted. But it was a slow process, and not everyone was um, bored like as in as much as we could f- find out then. But still, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. A lot of people, even now, you know, it's not a topic that I think very many people know a lot about. It, it's sort of become a bit of a buzzword, but it took a long time for the scientific community and clinicians to sort of um, take on the, the fact that neuroplasticity is real. And it's, you know, it's, um, it, your brain isn't just stuck in the way that it was after you were born. And when injury happens, it doesn't mean that it's, you know, that it's permanent or that there's no function that can't be gained back. Um, the brain is really amazing because it can change. It can change itself. And it does that by using stimulus that you put into it through your senses. Right. So what this, what this means to me as a therapist is that there's never, you know, it, there, there's always hope. Never that, you right. know, this is all you've gotten back and that's it. There's always more that you can do and your brain can always change. Yeah, that must be, that must be such a, when uh, then the rehabilitation therapies became, became more aware of this, this concept of neuroplasticity, it must have really changed the way they viewed their, the autoties, physios, speech therapists, how they viewed the, their role and their, and the whole, the whole, it's a, what sort of, of course, not the, uh, not industry, but the practice, yeah. whatever, you know, the, the practice of, of therapy and how it, and, and Rehabilitation. how it's, realization and how it's, how it's approached. Really. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, as an occupational therapist, often what what our role is, is to help people to sort of adjust to injury or to adjust, um, you know, to uh, neurological disease. And, and that can come in the way of, you know, helping them um, find a wheelchair that works for them or right. helping them to, you know, find different um, eating utensils that, that they can now use. And so a lot of these um, treatments are what we would call compensatory. So they're, they're sort of working around the fact that now yeah. there's certain things that have changed for that a new, person. A new reality for that person. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of akin to now. In the COVID yeah. for as a new reality. In this new reality, exactly. Yeah. And, and so, you know, while it is still important to make those adjustments and and that's that's always going to um it's always going to be the case because even with neuroplasticity the 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 rehabilitation takes time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but <laughs> now we nice. have this this other approach that we can take that's called remediation. And so we can train different um, active through different activities and the more functional, like the more everyday life sort of activities are the best ones to train through. Um, we can train these activities and we can help people regain function. So not just compensate. And then the technology they available is really helps it helps you to do that the objective assessments and the uh and the more rehabilitative uh technologies such as like the neuro the, the neurocom is more rehabilitative technology whereas the neuro catch is more of a diagnosable di the diagnose uh, thing uh, uh objective assessment is that, is that yeah yeah, the, the assessments, um, so the Neurocom sensory organization test, it, it actually does a little bit of both. So you can do some rehabilitation tasks in there and work on balance, yeah. but you can also use it as, a, as an assessment. Um, so with that and the Neurocatch, we're, we're able to take these really objective readings that don't have the sort of therapist bias um, or the, right. you know, well, how many times did they fall out of the position? Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, like, or I know that person there, it's just a bad day. Yeah. 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 And, and so it, it helps us to, to really pinpoint our treatment and, and that way it goes faster because we are, we're able to work on the areas that need it the most. Yeah. Um, more efficient. And yeah. And, and as far as treatment goes, the, the PONS device, it's, um, it's been used for, for people who, and they, who've found that they've sort of plateaued in their therapy mm. and in their, in their recovery um, for people who've, maybe even working on it for, you know, uh, three, five years, sometimes even longer. And they've sort of gotten to this place that they can't seem to get past no matter how much physiotherapy they've done or how much occupational therapy they've done. And when they come into the PONS program, it's, it's sort of like, um, it's sort of like a reset button in a way. And so they, they work through this program that's 14 weeks so the the pawns well, device. It's, oh, so it's a whole it's a whole system. It's a whole, it's a whole schedule. program. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So the the device it goes along with a fourteen week um, physical therapy program that focuses on balance and gait training. And so the the brain it doesn't just change um, by you know putting a a little reset button in. You got to yeah. really do the work. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure you know, and you know anybody yes. who's been through rehabilitation, you know it's it, it's a lot of work. 
Um, and this, this training program is no different. One thing that we know about neuroplasticity is that repetition is key to get the brain yeah. to change. So, so in other words, one of the things, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say practice makes perfect. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah, no, like it was like repetition like last week or not last week, two weeks ago, I was talking to Modus Nova at Atlanta. They have a therapeutic, mm-hmm. yes, she kind of leads me to the next question about your, I'll, I'll get that in a second, but they have a, they have a, a what, there's hand foot mentors, it's like, as a uh, as AI robotic system that lets people of recover help help them help them recover from stroke or worse or MS or Parkinson's or any brain injury, but that using repetition in this device that actually the physiotherapists and OTs can can program and and the AI kind of feeds back and then to help them do repetition at home. They can it's a device the device they can bring home they can use at home when they can't get to the clinic necessarily, which leads me to their other big issue that Modus Nova member wanted to talk about was, uh, and I know you won an award for telehealth. And so the telehealth aspect of all of this was mm-hmm. the SNPC and telehealth. What, what's what's mm-hmm. going on there? Yeah, so of, of course, when, you know, when COVID hit, there is a, there's just been a huge need for telehealth services. Um, luckily, we had already been doing telehealth for a lot of our clients, because um, a lot of people who come to the Ponce program find us from other countries. Uh, oh, so yeah. we had people come all the way from Australia, um, lots of people from the U.S., and across Canada as well. Um, so and this do, was- do you, so you, do you send them to... Upon the device, or do they as you come to get to have to come to your clinic? Yeah, so the program um, through the 14 weeks, the first two weeks are done in the clinic, and then the remaining 12 weeks are done at home. So you do have to come in for the first two weeks, but then after that, you can do the program from home. Um, Now, of course, like any physiotherapy, really best results are done in person, but yeah. You know, if you live in Australia and you can't stay here for 14 weeks or, you know, if it's COVID and it's risky to go out, um, then, of course, telehealth is an option. Um, And so we were we were doing telehealth with our our clients who were in that at home phase of the PONS program already. Um, And in addition, I I, even personally, I do a lot of telehealth with uh, people who who I'm working with who are recovering from concussion Um, and occupational therapy lends itself usually quite well to the telehealth platform Um, that's pretty beneficial as well Um, but since covid hit there's there's been a few areas that we've that we've tried to sort of expand our telehealth offerings um one of those areas is assessment because often you know assessments they they're they're done in the clinic and they can be a little bit more challenging to transition to um, a telehealth platform when you want to really see that person doing, doing the thing, or, you know, we have this big phone booth um, box, like the SOT machine, the Neurocom that people need to come in and stand inside of. Um, But we have developed some, some assessments that we can do over telehealth that will allow us to get a picture of what's going on for people after they've had a concussion and start treatment. 
Um, and our hope is that this will, of course, help people in this time of COVID. But even beyond that, you know, there's lots of people in Canada and British Columbia who live in really rural communities and don't have yes. access to this type of care. So we want to offer that to them as well. That, that's great. And uh, all this talk of technology and telehealth also leads me to let that you uh, just because I've read out, started read out you in the about section of the SNPC.tech website um, mm -hmm. about your your uh, your involvement with yoga and how you use that for your, in your occupational therapy practice. So uh, I'll let you to mm -hmm. I guess to finish off unless you have other more other matters you'd like to address, other things you like to talk about the clinic that the clinic does that I have not brought up. But um, no, otherwise, I think, uh, I think the, we've captured it well. Great. Well, then the I'll let you talk about yoga and how how you use you use yoga in your occupational therapy practice and in your life generally. Yeah, yeah. So yoga really helps me personally with managing my own anxiety, and that's that's where I found the power in yoga, not just being you know a physical practice, but being something that can go a little bit deeper. And that can stay with you as well and, and give you tools for when you're off the mat. And so I, I, um, I ended up finding out about the love your brain yoga. Are you, are you, are you an instructor? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'll speak away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I got my yoga teacher training and then I went to Boston last summer to do the Love Your Brain Yoga um, instructor program. Um, and they actually, they had one that they had just started offering that was specifically for healthcare professionals. So I found that really, um, really interesting and really useful. So we have offered Love Your Brain Yoga at our clinic um, and we will be offering it again. And I use it in my own practice with my clients in both the uh, sort of like breathing techniques and meditation tools, as well as the, the more physical um, tools and practices. So yoga is, is absolutely fabulous for, for um, honing that mind body connection. And yeah. And after an injury, you know, even a, an injury that you would think is purely physical, like breaking your arm, you can start to have this sort of strange dissociation with that affected area. And mm. when you've had a brain injury, this can sort of happen, you know, if you, especially if you have symptoms like dizziness or you're kind of feeling lightheaded, you can, you can start to feel like you're sort of not in your own body. And yoga yeah. can help you to start to rebuild that connection again. Yeah, no, I, I don't, there's no... Love Your Brain Yoga is not available in Newfoundland, right? As, mm -hmm. as of yet, at least. But uh, in Newfoundland Labrador, I should, Labrador, I should say. But mm -hmm. um, I do do yoga, all at least just twice a week. Not twice, two sometimes, three times a week now. But um, yeah, no, I, I mean, even there's not Love Your Brain Yoga. I think it's great, and uh, yeah. So I, I mean, it's not an advertisement for yoga or anything, but I mean. Some of this podcast mm -hmm. is is for, but still, like the, I think it's very important that it you get to, get at least get to moving at least so people understand their body. At least the man, mind body connection is so important after brain injury, especially. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, 
Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. The, the love your brain yoga foundation is they're just so wonderful and they're doing fantastic work. Kyla especially is leading the way with a lot of research into their program and they've, you know, they've been able to back up a lot of the the claims that, um, you know, yogis have been making for centuries, really, yeah. um, about the power of yoga. And they've been able to, to back that up with, with science. Um, so it's been really great to see that there's a foundation like that that's doing such great work. And that also allows me then to bring it confidently into my, my occupational therapy practice um, now that I have evidence that I can refer to in the literature. Exactly. Great, yeah, no, that, that's great, and uh, I think it's very, very important. And the thing, your clinic sounds like just a very, really remarkable place, interesting and place. And like you said, it's so new; it just started last year, but March of twenty nineteen, March April of twenty nineteen, and yeah. uh, so it's very young and very technology. And uh, to the extent that yeah, I like how they really endorse or like what's the word? Endorse, endorse the well, just endorse is a word I can use. He's enough, but uh, the uh, the technology in, in in rehabilitation and brain when it comes to brain injury and MS, Parkinson's, and any other neurological condition, but really how technology is is there? It's technology technology is there to help us, and and as long as we start using, it, instead of being worried, scared about it, or worried about the effects of technology. Look at the at the benefits it can help us. It can do for us, and why it's why it was invented in the first place. Why these new devices were invented in the first place was to help the people live better lives, and and so I think I think that's great what you guys what you guys are doing, and uh, yes. Yeah, so I'll let you ask you first uh, tell how people if people are in are either in Surrey, Vancouver, or BC, or anywhere in the world, frankly want to reach out, well, not reach out necessarily, but just research you and then reach out and, and uh, contact you. What is, where can they do that? Yeah, go to our website. It's snpc.tech, which is spelled T-E-C-H. And you can find all of our contact info there, all the information about our services. And I would encourage you to book a 15-minute phone call. We offer free 15-minute phone calls with our clinicians. Um, and so if you have, you know, some burning questions, you're wondering, you know, do you have something that might help me? You can always book one of those calls and speak with one of our clinicians directly. And we can, you know, let you know what we have that, that might be able to help. Um, we also offer free online classes for a whole bunch of different um, topics. So we have some that are for dizziness, others for moving with when you have MS. Um, and you can find the information and um, how to sign up for those free classes as well on our website. That was great. Thanks. I'm actually going to go back now and I wrote a, a little uh little uh, underneath like short description of what this podcast would be about to post underneath the underneath the podcast description which people have already read by now or not looked at it at all but I'm going to mm -hmm. add a link to your concussion section of your webpage on okay. on, on the on the description so I've got a link to the website a link to SMP Tech and uh, but also I'll add a link to the concussion portion of the website which is very pertinent obviously to to my the, hopefully the listeners of this, of this podcast so uh, yeah 
So again, thank you so much, Melissa, and uh, I, I obviously wish nothing but the best of luck for Surrey Neuroplasticity Clinic, Surrey Neuroplasticity Clinic, and anyone who, who goes there, and to you personally, and you're helping your patients and clients. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to it was great to chat. Again, please consider rating and subscribing to Concussion Talk Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And please visit www.concussiontalk.com for more podcasts and my blogs. Thank you so much for listening to Episode 70, and I hope you listen again soon. As always, the music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.